way, thank y'all. Appreciate it. Thank y'all for purchasing you know, this book. Thank y'all. It's available on Amazon and Audible. So let's jump into this video. Um, trying to knock these videos out back to back, you know. Um, receiving an email from um, another subscriber. Pretty much the question is, um, why my ex keep walking out my life and coming back? Okay, let's jump into this. Why? It's because you, yes you, you, the other person, the person on the other side of this, you allowing them. Why? Because they can only do what you allow them to do. You doing that. How, think about it. How can they walk out your life and come back? See, if they walk out your life, they got the power to leave. But they don't have the power to come back in unless you allow it. Look at it like a house. Like, you the house. Your body is a temple, how they say. You the house. See, people just say, like, you invite that person in your house. Unless you got padlocks on the door and you tie that person up and put a pistol to their forehead, I recommend that you don't do that. They can leave, right? They can leave whenever they want. But unless they have a key to enter your house, how are they going to get in? Is this person forcing themselves back on you? If that's the case, that's right. You don't force yourself on nobody. So I want to take a minute. I want that to settle in your head. Like, how can a person leave and come back unless you don't allow, unless you, uh, they only can leave and come back unless you allow them. How is that possible? Just think about it. who, who is behind all of this? I'll wait. don't see Dora at the bottom of the screen right here pointing at you. You doing that. I mean, stuff. You doing it. Every time you let this person walk out your life and do whatever they're going to do, we all know what they're doing out there. We all know what the reason why they come up with an excuse to leave you, to go out there and do what they're going to do. We all know why. But once they done doing that hoeing they're going to do and being for the streets, you let this person come back in your life. Like, well, I don't want to just lose this person. And you all codependent and all that stuff. And you don't want to let go. You don't want to show this person that you can live life without them. This goes for women and men. It don't matter what you is. And you listen to this and you have this situation worldwide. Worldwide. Um, this goes for you. Yes, I'm talking to you. And you let this person come back in your life? What is you telling this person indirectly? Hello, let me tell them. Let me tell you what you're telling this person indirectly. I'm weak. I'm dumb. I can't move on without you. I need you. I'm needy. I'm clingy. You is the center of my universe. Come on back. The person was like, well, I just had sex with God knows what, this whole block right here. And I swallowed all the DNA. The DNA, I got like... A quarter ounce of other people DNA on me. I smell like uh, you know, old spice cologne and Chanel cologne, a uh, perfume or whatever. And you still gonna take me back? 
and you like, yes, I just need you in my life. You know, you start singing them old, old 90s R&B songs and stuff like that. You afraid to let go because you suffer from the fear of loss. Some people have abandonment issues, so therefore they cling on to a no good person. And they know the person is no good. Why? Because they have a fear of loss because outside a relationship, think about it and ask yourself this and look at your life. Outside of a relationship, what you got going on for yourself? Is you on your purpose? What you doing? You get up every day to go to somebody else's job and work all day and get off work and come home and sit down in that spot waiting to go to waiting for the next day to go back to that same spot. You think that attractive? Think about it. Where's your life going? But this relationship, this person you're in a relationship, that's the only excitement that you have in your life. To them, that's not excitement. That's complacency. That's death. Complacency and boredom is death for the relationship. That's all that means. So they're going to monkey branch to somebody that think who they think is fun, excitement, they can have their way with, they think, you know, have a little bit more money, resources, things of that nature. You, to them, just boring, complacent, stale, dull. Think about it. I'm going to say it again. Outside of your relationship that you previously had with this person, what is your life like outside of this person? I can't answer that. You know the answer to that. Now, step outside of that and look at that. Look at your life and ask yourself, is that attractive? What if you meet somebody like yourself and all they do is the same old, same old every day? No fun, no excitement, no nothing. Think about it. Now, I'm not saying go out there and be wild and crazy and shoot at the police and, you know, do stupid stuff all day. You know, just... This, you know, kind of upgrade your personality. The word, the way, the way you upgrade your personality. Watch comedian shows and, you know, be full of life and stuff like that. You know, learn how to, you know, spark conversation and keep the conversation going and stuff like that. Don't be like that dude off the dry eye commercial. You know, clear eyes and that guy, whatever that guy is, the Nazima guy, whatever the clear eye commercial do. Most people don't even know who that is. You know, the new generation, um, they might don't know. But what I'm trying to say is the reason why they go venture off into the world and come back to you because you allow them to. And the reason why they do it is, one, they're going to come up with an excuse to get away from you to go do that cheating, backstabbing stuff they're going to do. They need an excuse. Really, they just don't, they don't want to leave you alone. They want to keep you there. Stay there while I go have fun. Just because, just in case, this fun th- stuff oh, that I'm going to go do, like drinking other people's DNA shake out of their they body, you know, that, that's what they're going to go do and be for the streets and, you know, be for the city, you know, for be community. Um, when that's over and done, they can just come on up, come on home like a stray dog or something like that. And you'll be right there, open arms, accepting them. Then when they get bored with you again, they already experienced freedom. 
and they're going to go right back out there. Sooner or later, they're not going to respect you, and they're not going to come back. A lot of times, they're not going to come back. Why? Because they don't want to hear your hear all that. They know they did it wrong. They're like, man, I don't want to come back because they're going to be insecure and all they're going to do is bring up what I did. I don't want to hear that. So I'm just out here for the streets. That's why. But I advise you, do not put up with no kind of disrespect from nobody. It don't matter who it is. It can be your mama, daddy, whoever, the community. If they get on your nerve and they disrespect and overstep their boundaries that you said, that's another thing. Set boundaries for yourself. If they overstep the boundary that you set for yourself, get rid of them. Cut them out your life. It don't matter who it is. It, it don't matter who it is. And you're like, my mama? Yes, your mama. If your mama overstep her boundaries and, you know, disrespecting you as a grown-up when you're a child and under their roof, then, you know, I got little teenagers watching this, too. That's why I'm trying not to curse. So, but for a grown-up, and you grown, you got your job, your family, and all that stuff, and your mom just come over there, dis anybody come over there disrespecting you, you cut them off. Simple as that. You have no compassion, no none of that stuff, because they don't have compassion or mercy for you. See, the thing is, this world is cold. The world is cold, very just cold. It's just people only do things on two accords, out of self-interest and fear. They only do stuff because they see something to gain from it. They don't do stuff and operate off love like how you think people do. So, therefore, you got to just be smart as them or smarter. Or, you know, it's, you got to just know when to be cold and who to be cold to. Sometimes you have to be cold on your on people that you love also. Now, understand this. The things I'm saying, it goes for women and men. You know, woman or child, whatever you is. This goes outside of the relationship area, too. Everything I say, it goes outside of the relationship area. Like, for example, you know, um, it goes in your work life and stuff like that. So... But I'm not going to ramble on no more because, you know, I'm going to need you to go to Amazon and Kindle and, you know, read my book 10 to 15 times. <laughs> you only need to read it, listen to it one time. It's, you know, it's pretty clear. It explains itself. In my second book on the prize, pretty much I give you historic history lessons and that show you how to be that and know what I'm talking about. And, you know, I'm, I'm using real life people. Like, these people that I named in these book, my book, um, on the prize, real life people, these people exist, ain't no fairy tale, stuff like that, you know, so I want you to go out there, continue your education, keep studying, I want you, you know, to study people, study, examine people and stuff like that, we don't care about what kind of, like, narcissism and all that stuff, we don't care about what it is. All we care about is not being disrespected. That's it. That should be the main thing. I don't give a damn if you're an avatar. You know, you a goddamn hunchback or Notre Dame. I don't care. As long as you don't come with that disrespectful, I mean, disrespectful thing, you know, we can be cool. I don't care what you is. So, you can be a sociopath, psychotic. You know, by the, let me say this too. It's a narcissist. Sociopath, the dark triad, it's different levels of that thing. People just stuck on narcissism. I, I know people say, well, make videos about what is a sociopath. 
I, I wouldn't do that. But at the end of the day, it all boils down to this. Do not go for the disrespect. You teach people how you want to be treated. If they don't go by the rules and the regulation that you set for yourself and the boundaries that you set for your that you set, cut them mother. Cut them off. I'm trying not to cuss. But cut them mother effers off, man. And just stick to your plan, your purpose, your goal. That's the only thing that matters. The ultimate, the ultimate goal in life is freedom. Not that, you know, marching around in the street shit. Freedom. Not that what them slaves and stuff is talking about. Freedom. Freedom to do whatever you want. Freedom to live life on your terms. That's the ultimate goal in life. Relationship, that's just a small part of it. Freedom to do whatever you want. Be financially free. You know, whatever that you think. Freedom to do it. That, travel the world. You know, work when you want to work. That's the ultimate goal. Relationships really don't have a benefit. All the benefit is sex, time, and kids. So, I know that might be shocking and harsh to some people. And no, I'm not bitter and hurt. But with that being said, take care of yourself. And I'll be here whenever you need. Peace. This being a Me, Myself, and I podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with me, send me an email at mcfadden.warren at gmail.com. Also, you can send me a text on WhatsApp worldwide at one seven zero six three four six four seven eight three. Also, don't forget to get your copies of my audio books, Position of Power and I'm the Prize, now available on Amazon and Audible. Peace.